So what do you want to do? How do you want to do it? Tell me what the game is. I know it's it's essentially a very lovely chat that's all yeah. about the greatest TV show of all time and wh- what people know of it, whether they know nothing, everything, or somewhere in between. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's just, and also we we watch one at random. Yeah. Yeah. Because great. I've always thought that they work so well as like individual little dramas that you don't necessarily yeah. need to have watched the first, in this case, 432 episodes before in order to know where we are in the story. I, I will provide a small recap beforehand, though, because it's, yeah, only, yeah. Fair. it's only fair. It's only fair. But, um, so... When it was first uh, broadcast over here, late 80s to early 90s, depending on your ITV region, uh, were you aware of it? Yeah. So uh, late 80s, I was doing my A-levels, going to college, going to uni, 89. So I don't have a memory association of watching it or having any interest in it ever. Other no. I'm not a soap person. I don't no I can't no stand them. I can't stand them. Um, but I what would well, the association I have is going to uni and of course 89, 90, there was like there was a, a pub tipping out time. And then normally you'd probably gone to the nightclub on the usual nightclub in night as a student Wednesday. Uh, and so Fridays were like College bar and maybe a couple of tins of spa lager. In spa lager, as in like the, the supermarket's own brand. Oh yeah, yeah. We used to two point two percent or something. I'm guessing. No, I don't know. I think it's probably like a. It was probably like a uh, Carlsberg or something. Well, all I remember is we used to we, we used to go, and uh, if we were doing a like a big drinking stupid games night. Um, we would go to spa and we would go in not not immediately together because the game would be up and the first person at the front would go a crate of spa lager please uh, it was either that or Wrexham lager because of course I went I went to uni in Chester and so that was close and cheap cheap because we knew they'd have to go down into the cellar to get it and they'd come back and it was cheap you'd obviously write a check for it and then the <laughs> next person the next person would be um uh Rate of spa lager, please. They'd be like, oh, uh, and they'd go down and get it. And there'd be like four or five of us. And the game was five crate. Um, it's, good. it's a good name it, for it. Yeah. And so um, it would be a crate of spa lager. And the person would get really annoyed then. Anyone, anyone, anyone else? Anyone else? What is, did it? Not say anything. And going last was always that. And then, oh, oh yeah, sorry. A crate of spa lager. I did say. <laughs> Sending them down into the air. 
Looking back, pretty much everything I did before the age of uh, like 30 was essentially me being an arsehole to someone. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, student, yeah. student days in particular, who could you be an arsehole to the most yeah. without Just getting the, beaten up? Is the, the, f- the fellow that works in the spa. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Friday nights, I think I seem to remember, I do remember it was like, you know, required viewing for some people. And I also remember I, I have a quite, I genuinely have a physical reaction to things that I don't like. It may, <laughs> it, it, I kind of, get, I get fizzy. My brain goes fizzy and I get real, I'm getting it now. And I get, and so when I'm watching, if there's something I don't like, it might be, a, it's invariably a soap or it's, you know, a, a Bake Off program or an X Files or something like that. My whole body goes no, and my head goes no, uh, and 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 I do remember having those reactions. So, but of course, you also want to be try to pretend to be part of you know a gang of ordinary people. So, in my first year, there was a t- you know there was a common room, and that was always a brilliant place to be. Friday night. Those people have not been out on, been out, so you had, you had, but not going on anywhere else. So there'd be people, those quiet, lovely people who haven't got a telly in their room who want to actually sit and watch things. And then there'd be people who've been in drinking, merry down. And then there'd be people just rolling in. And this, I remember being on, and I remember the song more than anything. We all would sing along. Uh, but then I hated every single element of it. Though, looking at that picture behind you, your screen, yeah. I am having a little twingy memories of the old lady, the, the zombie old lady that frightened me. Her face frightened me. <laughs> she was like the walking dead. Um, and I don't like zombies. And no, I, I, I know, mean, it's harsh but fair, many would say. Oh, just a horrific image of age. And as of someone who's aged equally badly, I feel okay with that. But then I also remember uh, quite fancying a couple of them now. Uh, really? You know, That's yeah. the first time anyone said that. Yeah, what? They're all, you know, <laughs> I could, you know, I was 18, 19. Uh, you know, oh yeah, that at uh, that age, everyone, everyone, anyone, and just so I do remember the faces now that I'm looking at. Uh, top as you as I'm looking at top left, that the blonde. I remember her being quite nice. The, 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 lo- the, lo- the longer haired blonde. Uh, top left out from my corner. No, uh, like short haired Bob. That's um, Meg. Is it? I don't know who they oh are. Oh, my God. I, 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 th- these are words I've never heard anyone speak before. Yeah, I quite fancy the authoritarian one. The one that the looks like real... I don't know. Joe, um, she, she, she'll be the uh, one uh, two along there's from a, Meg. There's a blonde, there's a man, there's a dark-haired serious one, and then there's a long-haired blonde. I mean, look at look at them. They're, they're all along serious. the top row. All of oh, those, yeah. other, other than the fella, fella, any of them really. And then there's one who's over made up the bottom right hand corner. Chrissy um, Latham. Yeah, very very lovely. Um, other than that, 
Have a but basically, everyone, everyone apart from Lizzie Birdsworth, who's the who's the really old one. That's what you. Oh, the, uh... the really old one. I look at her and I'm reminded that one day I will die. <laughs> and that that's the thought I had when I was 19 as well. I don't think she ever died in the show. They just kind, she just kind of withered away. Uh, but uh, so, so they never wrote about her. And, I think um, she died. She died two years before the show was made. I think. <laughs> It hasn't been the first time someone suggested that. But also, uh, it, it's also been mentioned to me that once you see Ian Brown, you can't unsee it. So um, <laughs> there, 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 there yeah. is that with them. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so do you remember these faces from at the time? I yeah, think this is the definitely. 80, 1983-ish. So we're talking well into its pomp at this point. So this was the cast that was probably at its height in, in when it was big in the UK, yeah? Yeah, I, th- I think so, because this is, um, there's only about, I don't know, maybe 100, 150 episodes where uh, the freak, who's the one, the, the lady in dark hair at the back, yeah. and B, who's the redhead uh, on my shoulder, um, yeah. they're the two, like, ultimate cast members, really. And yes. they were, but they were only in it together for about maybe 100 or 150 episodes, so. Well, I remember it being all about them. Yeah, it, it mainly was, but there was there was a million other characters and a million other so, stories. So the one, so the the the, act, the actor who's between the male warden and the blonde Bob, that one there, and yeah. she was she in Heels <laughs> of Eyes. Oh, would you, don't ask me about other things. I don't. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's, she had a bald head and was in the Hills of Eyes. Was the murderer, I, I have no it? idea. Uh, is it named Maggie, is it Kirkpatrick or something like that? Fitzpatrick? All oh, right. I, outside of Prisoner, they, they have no meaning to me whatsoever. They, they're, they're, like, um, they're like sealed forever in their Prisoner roles. So when yeah. they turn up, turn up in other things, it's, you just ignore it and like some kind of weird fever dream. No, I was thinking of the actor Michael Berryman, sorry, who played Pluto, sorry, sorry. That I mean, they probably get mistaken for each other every single I, day. I think they would. Yeah, I think they would if you looked at them. It's just my. It's just the guy from the Hills of Eyes with a wig. Um, you, you'll have to look it up afterwards. See what I mean? I'm, I'm very tempted to. <laughs> the, so, so when you were watching it in the um, in the common room or wherever, yeah. when you were try, watching it along with others to try and fit in to be one of the cool yeah, kids. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So. Do, do you have any like memories of things you saw or uh, I just I just remember happened? I remember the entire screen being either blue or gray and then faces floating around that's all I remember <laughs> Oh yeah that's that's, a, just... that, that's, that's early that, that's this kind of era where all the uniforms are uh yeah. are gray all the um all the all the screws wear uh wear gray and then they've got blue uniforms and gray it's walls just a... It's, a yeah. sea of sea of blue and grey and faces floating. So we're when, talking Granada, eighty nine, ninety. That's what we're. Yeah, so I, was, the... I was Granada as well, so um, I, I would have been watching uh, them there. But I was also watching Central, which which for some reason I picked up both, and uh, they were showed episodes from two years previous. So... Well, we we could get we could get Granada and Wales. Yeah, I was going to uh, say in Chester would it would be Wales. Yeah. So. Yeah, sometimes depending on where you were in a house, you could only get S4C. Gee whiz! You know, one's doing a podcast on Pobbly Cum. They, they, they probably are, to be honest. 
I mean, one thing there isn't a shortage of these days is uh, no. podcasts. And, no. uh, oh, well, welcome to this one, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so um, it wasn't something, it was something you kind of caught by accident rather than by design. Yeah, the, um, the only, the only soap I've ever watched, ever watched with regularity was about six months worth of Brock, Brookside. But that you can guess when that was. Um, Anna Friel? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I, feeling, I, never, I never watched it, but then I, I no. just I just hear I'm about feeling, it. I'm feeling really redactive here. I'm I'm being honest. I was, you know, I'm talking about the young me who was also trying to be painfully politically correct, as we were called at the time. I'm, you know, and inclusive. But you know, there was a lot of promo about it. So so I I that's the only soap I've and because we used to watch the omnibus on a Saturday before going out and getting so we we're preloading on a Saturday watching Brookside and this was like one of those accidental ones. Now if I was ever on my own watching TV and that came on, I'm sure I'd be turning over to watch Newsnight or The Late Show or so. I'd just be what is you know off. But obviously you don't get that choice and sometimes you just <laughs> have to. You might with someone oh, someone you say oh, I want to watch this. It's like oh, okay. And then I also have vague remem- memory of the song being in the charts. Yeah, so that I think that's like uh, late nineteen eighty nine. It got to number three. Um, so uh, uh, the song was obviously from ten years before that because it was when the show initially launched in yeah. Australia. Uh, but um, yeah, so it's big enough by now in the UK in nineteen eighty nine for it to be issued as a single and to be a massive hit. And, it, uh, it in was my memory, probably a massive it, hit. Well, I, in my memories, I do remember kind of like people trying to be ironic by playing it at, uh, in a club or or something. I mean, we're talking eighty nine, or, so or, or, you know, or as, or as a, I don't know, a karaoke version of it as a podcast, something, something like that. Like, it, yeah, just and just but just ma- it making me angry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I have no antipathy towards the actors to people who enjoy soaps but everything about it to me seemed I mean even the cynicism of it I'm guessing it was because the only the other stuff that was on around this time was like um you know James Whale and um uh you know that Food it was called program. the Night Network on ITV, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like, so after the... you, after the regional news, it went. Uh, yeah. it, it branched out into whatever that local ITV station was was showing. It it was generally Prisoner at one point. There was also James Whale, the Hitman, and her, and, yeah. uh, and get get stuffed. Get stuffed when they need to fill five minutes. Yeah, and, Doobie and, Ducks and a... Disco Bus. All of that bullshit. <laughs> which, which I uh, until the internet came along, I always assumed I'd imagined in some kind of uh, Ill- illegal uh, haze. Well, I knew that I was being fobbed off. I knew that you know whatever was going on, this was the this was cheap and nasty. This was the television of equi- equivalent of of some home brand crisps, and I'm not talking like a decent home brand. I'm talking, you know, a happy smiler, happy saver, own brand, plain crisps. Sort of my my, my mum's, my mum's, or something like that. 
Always something terrible that 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 someone needed to fill this gap. You know, obviously Friday night was Hitman and Her, which you know, if you're a Granada person, that was invariably in Mr. Smith's in Warrington, or you know, all of these north. uh, Once it came uh, dangerously close to Skemmersdale. Bloody hell, they got out. Um, I I didn't say it was in Skemmersdale, but dangerously close. Dangerously close. So whatever you, whatever it was, you knew you were being fobbed off with the cheapest, nastiest time filler. You know, you'd almost rather it be pages from Oracle or CFAX than this. Um, <laughs> uh, it was it was just like you were being fed. They were just chumming the water. There, there, were, um, there, are, there were occasions where, during the uh, lifespan of Prisoner where CFAX clearly had a higher budget. Oh yeah, yeah, and and rating, I'm gonna guess, but um, you know, Mr. Bamboozle, but um I don't think I'm painting a picture of anything positive because I don't have any po- you asked me what do I remember? No positive memories. No, that's that's absolutely fine. It's uh, because yeah. it's it's very much a niche corner of uh late eighties, early nineties viewing. And it's something I, but, but... Like, you would tend to be on board with or or not. <laughs> I think it was probably the numbers. The ratings would probably have been quite high, though. I think it, the ratings it, it, it would have got. Yeah, I was at school. Tele- it, was, it was a big program for people for us at, at school. We we loved it because you would have been. It would have been like, oh, I'm staying up late and watching something. Oh, it's a bit naughty. Oh, it's a bit. You know, it's a. Bit, I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't seven years old. <laughs> no, no, I know, but it is still. It was. It had that veneer of it being something else, wasn't it? You know, it, it was. Uh, it it was late night TV. There'd be a lot of people watching it. It was very popular. People who liked to soap, people who liked an Australian soap. I mean, I had the same feeling about Neighbours. And I, was, away, I would have been watching Neighbours at the start. I would have been watching Neighbours. I would have been remember, home and away. And then I stuck with this and bailed on the others. Uh, yeah, well, I remember Neighbours because I was doing my O-levels during it, I think. And then, so when you're doing something like that, you need, oh, yeah, I know, I'm going to give myself a treat. When Neighbours comes on, I'm going to watch it twice. Uh, and, and so, I, whatever it was, I hated it. And so I just want to watch Going for Gold. Um, and then I really No, no, I mean, you, you, ca- you claimed you wanted to watch Going for Gold. Really, you wanted to watch Natalie and Brulia in Neighbours. <laughs> 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 that's when I bailed. When, she, when uh, Beth left uh I, I think that's I don't remember I don't I don't remember her being in it really I remember Kylie Minogue that's about it yeah so uh anyone who knows when Beth left that's when I stopped watching Neighbours so it's uh okay. it's easy yeah. it's very easy to uh, work that out but I stuck oh with um you, Prisoner you weren't pretty much you weren't way. torn that's little I, just little I, I see what Natalie you're talking about. joke there uh yeah uh no so I'm really looking forward to, 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 to watching an episode because um it, it's now I, I would say even though my eyes have been looked had looked at prisoner in the the general direction i don't think i ever watched it uh i was definitely in the room when it was on i definitely heard the sounds through my ears um but i never watched it it was it existed in a parallel to whatever i was doing I've always been of the opinion that there must be a large number of its viewership from the late 80s, early 90s, which were people who'd come in from the pub, put yeah. Prisoner on, and then passed out. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, so 
if anything, I'm providing a service to those people to help them yeah. come in and fill these gaps in their knowledge. Go, I wonder what happened in that half an hour I was out for the count. Did Lizzie escape? Well, possibly is, is the answer to that. No spoilers. Um, no spoilers. I mean, she did. She got recaptured. She escaped again. She got recaptured, etc., and so on. Um, so, it, uh, I mean, in the previous episodes of this, I don't think we've covered a, an escape yet, which is uh, astonishing, bearing in mind they yeah. seem to be at least one a month. Am I imagining it? And again, I don't want to be reductive here, but was there were there kind of like underscores of lesbian stories within it? Yes. Um, but actually handled quite well because it was daytime Australian TV. I don't know if it was daytime Australian TV because there was a lot of right. bitches and bastards and stuff in the script. Um, right. So I don't know what time. It was probably shown in maybe like 9pm or something over there. But I remember, vaguely remember it being handled quite well and not, not in kind of like the outraged, uh, the outrageous um, reporting of, of the Brookside kind of way. Ooh, there's, you know, but actually it was... Um, a much more pragmatic and honest, but maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Generally, you'll get the you get some characters in it being like disgusted by it, but those characters yeah. are meant to be fucking baddies. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I was going to uh, ask you though, bearing in mind you are one of the uh, great storytellers of the world, um, uh, about yeah. soaps generally and narrative structure within them because yeah. how difficult stroke easy is it to maintain a narrative across multiple episodes of a show well i i don't know fully but i do i used to know a, a, somebody who wrote for soaps um and of course most people who write for soaps write one or two episodes in a run and that and that um, they're given, and and actually the writing, it you know you know like when we talk about comedy that you know in 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 comedy for TV in the UK we have this auteur model where one or two people go away and write it, whereas in America they have the uh, the model of uh, you know the, the table writing. That's yeah, essentially what. Yeah, that's essentially what soap writing has been forever. Mm. In that. It, it, the equivalent, the, you know, the eighties and nineties equivalent of Chat GPT was that a panel would decide what the themes were. Now go and write the words. You know, it's like that all yeah. the beats. And so these, so in terms of story, everything is about beginning, middle. You know, it's not the hero's journey, is it? It's not like, it's, though it essentially is. We meet someone, they're innocent, they're either corrupted or they go on a journey. They find new skills and new friends. They accrue enemies. They achieve their task. They find, they get the girl, the boy or the pub. And uh, it all begins again. So, you know, I think I think for me, one of the problems with soaps is that it is so spoon-fed in its, in their, their, you know, every episode has to have a cliffhanger, which is so tedious, isn't it? You know, it's like oh, we get pr pr prisoner is as good for those as anyone. Yeah. So, sometimes it will have the lamest possible cliffhanger, and you, you just get to the point where you go, they've gone Friday afternoon. That'll do, and you get that feeling yeah. sometimes with it. And because, of course, 
it never ends on a, any, any of the soaps never end on a satisfactory, you know, we like ends. We people like things that finish. Whether that's it's why, that's why um, I, I was asking about uh, stories, because when they're writing in a soap, you, they tend not to know how long that story is going to go on for. No. So essentially, they're, every, if you're in a soap and you're a writer, you're writing the start of the story. And you, you see where water. it goes. Yeah, and you, it could go on for years. It could go on for, you know, 10 weeks or something like that. And someone else is going to write the end of it. So it's almost well, like everybody... I can write a story here and not have to yeah. worry about where it goes. Well, that's why you have the producers uh, in the big soaps. They have the producing team who overarch the stories and the possibilities. But in every modern soap, everyone's waiting to see how the character lands. So if it, the characters don't work, then they get written out. And then, but really, it is a series of unsatisfactory, um, premature endings. Then everything goes back to the beginning, and nobody wants constantly premature endings. We all like a big finish now and again. So how can you watch something that is never designed to satisfy you, other than by rewarding you by watching it on a Christmas day? Or the promise of, I mean, we all know how, you know, my knowledge of soaps are so time-locked, you know, you're all my references. So, you know, how are you going to be satisfied? Well, they'll trailer it. You, well, at some point soon, there's going to be an airplane crash. At some point soon, there's going to be uh, a train crash. At some point soon, someone soon someone's going to eat a bad chicken and shit themselves to death. But you don't know who it's going to be. So keep watching and then it's going to happen. No, that, that was one of the weaker cliffhangers, I remember. <laughs> There's a but, zo- it, zoom in on the chicken sandwich. But isn't everything goes, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly older than you, but you'll, get, you'll know all these references. You know, I remember there was a board on the, on the wall of my primary school assembly hall with the title Who Shot J.R.? Um, so, you know, these big events. So it is like we know when we're watching a series and it's like weak episodes, weak episodes, and then something big's going to happen. And it's like, Ugh. that seems to be what's soaked constantly. And then obviously, you know, you've got the comic relief, which in the 80s and 90s used to be invariably with somebody with some kind of additional need or a disability or or was poor or was ugly. You know, you, you know, the, the comic character was was obviously somebody who was had you know some tragedy in their life. Ah, we can laugh at them. Um, and uh, I don't know why anyone. I don't think a soap is a story. I think it's a series of pickles. Well, they always have pinches. like three or four running simultaneously, don't they? So when one ends, you don't tend to notice because there's still the two other ones you've been no. watching that are ongoing. You won't get no. three, three narratives all start at the same time, all finish at the same time, because people might stop watching at the end when they all finish. Uh, there's more, it's more satisfying watching, um, you know, the, the, I'm actually going to contradict myself. The one stoke, that I did watch at the, around this time was the bill. Is that and a soap? I, though? Well, this is my this is my this is my suggestion. You see, the reason it was never classed as a soap, perhaps a continuing drama, is because every even though there was continuing characters and continuing stories, 
every episode had a beginning and a middle and an end. And actually the cliffhanger started at the beginning with the feet walking. You know, it was completely reversed. So we could watch it and yeah, we can think about what's going to go on between them and that's going to, and is he a dodgy character or not? But we had the villain of the day, the villain of the week, the, you know, does the job, gets dragged in and it finishes and you got that, you know, at the, at the end, you always got the, oh. I think something that ends is always better uh, than, you know, I don't know, like, it's like, I'm a big Star Wars fan, right? And and people forget, people forget, you know, when, to me, everyone goes, oh, what's the best Star Wars? Oh, it's the original Star Wars. It was Empire Strikes Back. As a kid, when you came out of Empire Strikes Back, it felt really cynical because it hadn't finished. It was like, ah, you got to wait another three years, you wankers. Has it, really like... it finished now? I've got. To, I'll say, I'm not a Star Wars person. I'm not one. I'm not one of those Trekkies like you, you guys. I are. am. Those, but, um, I am. Those. But uh, I don't. All I know is there's. When I was growing up, I was aware there was three Star Wars films. There's now like twenty. Yeah, million. And they're all. And they're all, They're all in various different orders. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it now, am I? And it's, I that's too it. much. It's too much. Yeah. Imagine sitting down and thinking, I'm going to watch every episode of uh, Prisoner's Cell Block H beginning to end. What's so, what's so weird about that? <laughs> <laughs> but, but maybe we're currently in the middle of actually doing that somewhere else. But uh... I'm sorry about that rant. I think, I do no, love, no, that, that's tremendous content. I do love much. stories. I love stories very much, and I think that, that, so that was kind of the point very of it, bad example. No, no, I, I agree. That's kind of why I said, "What do you think about uh, <laughs> stories in soaps?" Because they they can't just have a story running. There's got to be multiple, and they've all got to be at different points. And, and they are stories. all and they're all treading water until the public it lands with the public. Every story is waiting to see what the newspaper reaction is. Yeah, you know, it's that's like, what I mean. Do like... so they don't know how long it's going to go on for because no. they're waiting to see the reaction it gets. Every actor gets a, you know, gets a minimal contract and then, you know, who knows where... Um, a friend of a friend was in the... It was in the... Um, he was an actor. He, I won't, I won't name him. You can work it out if you know him, but he, he is an actor and he does a lot of voiceover actually. And he was in the Coronation Street when the tram crashed, and he just he just turned up as as a, I only watched it because he was on it. He just turned up uh, as a fireman, and then they just like oh he like quite like you. He, he went down quite well, and then he came, comes back, you know, a few months later as a character. Um, and then they kind of like, he didn't know how long he was going to be there for, and the character treaded water for a bit, and then when they got that feedback after the delay from the audience, was like, yeah, he's all right. They kept him on for a bit. So it's just like... That's good, that's great positive feedback to receive as well. He's all right. Yeah, yeah. But but that is the thing. It is like the worst kind of art is art made by committee, and... You know, I don't mind. I don't. I love art made by groups. You know, whether it be music or whatever, but by committee, by the court of public opinion, public don't know shit. Focus group entertainment. That's what it's. Yeah. Uh, that's what it is. And it, it turns know? out, it turns out, what the public apparently want is lots of singing competitions and uh, and, and cookery shows. 
and and the British National Party. Yeah, that's why I'm watching repeats of uh, Prisoner <laughs> rather than anything that's on TV these days. Yeah. But what we do have is episode 433 tonight. Okay. It was selected a random number generator gave us 433, so I've lined that up. But um, in order to give you a bit of a clue where we are in the grand scheme of things, there is a, uh, a recap of episode uh, 432. So oh, that's, going, very, that's very handy, yeah. Yeah, just, just so you know what all the characters are up to, what the current storylines are, all that yeah. kind of thing. So um, let's, uh, let's get that recap for you now. Myra waits for the police to arrive. Alan says he and Kay will back her up and say she struck out in self-defense. Colleen is against the Glee Club applying for a singing competition. Myra is questioned by the police. Cass volunteers to put her farmyard experience to use and do the animal noises for old MacDonald. Reb offhandedly admits to Minnie that she ruined the piano. Sonia finds her bedsheet slashed. Kay's statement to the police about what she saw and heard makes it look bad for Myra. So Reb is treacle and feathered as a punishment for vandalizing Stan's piano. Colleen is alone in her opposition to the Glee Club trip at a staff meeting, and coldly reminds them all that it will ultimately be her decision. Colleen tells Meg privately that she's fed up and looking for another job. Sonia tells Rick she got the information on Eddie from Merrill. The department refuse Anne's request for permission for the Glee Club to attend the singing competition. Myra sees Anne after being inducted and Meg offers to visit Alan and Kay it's, to make it, sure they are all right. normal to allow Mo Camilla into are released a singing in Mo's case because yeah. the DJ's decision was reversed by order of the department. I worked in a prison once. Reb asks Phyllis to Women's get her prison. into the singing group, but Phyllis demands to be in on it if she's planning to escape. Rick visits Meryl Did they have metal cutlery? She asks him to come back later to remember. give her time to get rid of a friend, which probably it was in style. Reb apologizes to Stan to suck up to him as a way of getting into the singing group. He tells her she can join as far as he's concerned, but the women will have to agree to it. Rick returns to find two thugs waiting for him, who have been called by Meryl. He gets away but the gunmen shoot Meryl, which they probably would have done anyway. The department changes. <laughs> this isn't my review, by the way. The this is an, an online. Colleen asks for her disagreement to be officially recorded. Reb talks Cass round, and Judy follows suit. And tells Rick the police Judy? have complained to the department about his investigations, so he must not interfere anymore, even though she has been given no actual details of what he is supposed to have done. Cass thanks Stan for sticking up for her to Meg after she has overheard the two of them discussing the killing of the officer at Barnhurst. A snake approaches Cass as she works in the garden. Oh, Sonia finds a dummy hanging in her cell with a note reading guess who didn't pay up. But who put it there? Rick has little sympathy and tells Sonia that Merrill has been killed, and the heavies would have killed him too. Cass inadvertently carries the snake inside in an old doctor's bag she uses to transport a pot plant Stan has said she can keep in her cell. Colleen is forced to go on the Glee Club trip when Anne tells her she wants a senior officer to go with the women. Cass bumps into Colleen and is put on a charge so she can't go on the trip, 
Stan persuades her to drop the charge. Rick tells Meg he saw who killed Merrill but he is going to deal with it in his own way as he doesn't know who he can trust in the police anymore. Rick ignores Sonya's claim to have heard something moving around in her cell and locks her in for the night. The snake has made its way under a sink unit, but in whose cell? But in whose cell? Um, but in whose cell? So, uh, bottom line from that is there's a snake, there's a singing competition, and yeah. someone's trying to kill Rick. Oh, God. I'll tell you what. I mean, um, I don't know if we've had... A, we, we haven't had an escape in any of these episodes we've covered yet, but I'm not sure we've had a death. We 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 hadn't a death, but non unrevealed death in a previous episode. But I, I'm ho- I mean, maybe this is the one where maybe they're going to get. Hope maybe they're going to get Rick. Dies. Maybe maybe the snake's going to get Rick. Yeah, I hope somebody dies. That'd be great. Maybe the singing competition will explode. We just yeah. don't know at this stage. Yeah, I kind of do, but I don't. I still don't know what's going to be okay. in this specific episode because uh, fair enough. I don't. I don't recognise them by their actual names <laughs> or by, by their by their episode numbers sorry so uh, it's not like they have names for each episode which kind of explain what could be happening they should be they, the, the person who uploaded everyone everything onto youtube should have done that just put episode 433 uh a snake kills, is- a snake kills rick for example yeah we'll have to uh, we'll have to see okay so with the recap out of the way, let's get yeah. episode 433 running. Well, Cass, you've got a bus trip to make. Hey, what about what Mrs. Powell said? Mrs. Powell withdrew her objection. Oh, that's oh, All the killers can go to the singing competition. Quite right, too. Bobby Ball. <laughs> yeah, that's also Rick. After singing practice. Rick, Rick, whose life's oh, in danger. Oh, the world of good. I'm surprised the governor let me go, though, after having me on the carpet today. Oh, what have you been up to? A warning from the department. Oh, he was in lots of things, Police wasn't he? Yeah, well, Most of them were in lots of things. Sure you're not getting in too deep? Generally Australian <laughs> TV shows or films. Yeah. Meryl King's flat today. I saw those fellows that shot him. God, have you reported it? <laughs> What's the point? But I don't know who the straight cops are anymore. So we're talking early 80s, yeah? Me. I'll do it my own way. So this is episode 433, yeah. So I think maybe about 84, yeah. And what good's your little campaign going to do for you then? It's hard to say, to say when Meg's in it, because Meg's in it all the way. Okay. The ubiquitous Meg. The apartment, the governor, or you telling me how to run my life. Look, just forget I even mentioned it, all right? Good face acting. Well, I mean, that's that's quite a rare one because. Uh, Is wait a minute? Oh, well, what's going on here? Up the arse corner. Yeah. Wishful thinking. I tell you, there is something. There's women have put something. Oh, he's going to stick his hand under there, isn't he? Say things. That's that's Sonia, by the way. Oh. Oh, She hates hates socks. Oh, is it, is it a tight? No. Who knows? I, I can't remember what Sonia's story is at this point. Obviously, it's, I'm too distracted by uh, Rick and the singing competition to know what 
to remember what yeah. Sonia was up to. But she's some kind of like um, gang boss stroke drug dealer. I th- so that's kind of what she is. Okay, so I do like the kind of like the underscore there, the, the electronica. The, somebody... the, the music's amazing. Yeah. It, it's, it sometimes fits the scene, uh, but not always. I'm guessing somebody just, they were just, had, they were just playing along live. Not live in the, I mean, not live in the, on the set, but. Um... Written by Ian, Ian Smith, Smith, who is Hal Bishop. Uh, there you go. Oh, that was a steer. I like that. Morning. Morning, sunshine. Come on, Great hairstyles. I thought country girls were always up with the cocks. I mean, this is 84. Uh, it's, it gets worse, and also it's been worse. What's up with you this morning, sir? She's still alive then, no snake. Now, there's something in my cell. I heard her calling around all night. Crawling around? What do you think it was? A baby or a snake? <laughs> you been drinking hooch, have you? Hey, maybe it was a bike and wearing a top hat. <laughs> Could have been a trousers. Uh, There's no, a lot of um, incredible dressing gowns. No, 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 you didn't hear properly, Bobby. She's yeah, hearing. It is noticeable that when you're in prison, you are allowed to take in your own dressing gown. in there. Now, why won't you believe me? Well, that's a silly question if you want my opinion. You know what I think of your opinion, Smart. It's mutual, darling. Come on, one of you put something in there. Us? Kind? Thoughtful little us? Oh. Yeah, we wouldn't hurt a fly. Well, like, it's the actor's pose there. Uh, arm on the shoulder, crossed leg. No one does that in real life. No. I mean, it, it, is, it is said that the, the acting in this show is shit. But that's not true. Some of the actors are fantastic, and they get other work due to being fantastic actors. Others are poor, but it's it's kind of easier to tell when they're all in the same scenes which ones are good and which ones aren't. And also, they're how do you think? Not as paid as well as you think. No rehearsal time. He was a well, bastard. The, uh, one of the reasons this show's uh, turnover of uh, actors before, uh, was apparently that they used to pay I peanuts. Didn't want you to find out how rotten he was. And so well, characters would disappear now. while they're renegotiating no put it like that. their contracts. I'm just trying to protect you. Did Mum lie to me? Too? Did you watch Nolly recently? You know what, Mum? all those. No. She just tried to keep. I can recommend that. She uh, to find the, um, she should have let me make up my own mind about Noel Gordon, who was the lead was actor in. She's always done that. Crossroads. Crossroads. Turn around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The truth. Gr- brilliantly written, brilliantly cast. I don't even know great, the truth is anymore. Great little insight when into British soap. Was okay. How can I believe you now? You not Crossroads. I mean, the, you mean the other? The, I mean, the Nolly, yeah. Helena yeah. Bonham Carter was brilliant. Wouldn't she be worth it? Oh, uh, okay. The police. Is that what you're saying? No. So is it like a is it a film? Well, you know the sort of things that dead. It's on ITVX. It's no, two episodes. It's written by what's his face that writes Doctor Who. You have to try to make me hate um, him as well. No, Russell I T. Davis. Okay. So, so it's got a real writing pedigree. Great cast. I do know how you feel. Um, and it was obviously a cheap budget bad. itself, but so it was just about how Noel Gordon, the actress who was the lead in Crossroads, was was treated. I'm not asking you to forget. Uh, very, I highly recommend it as a, as a if it's, odd, if it's t- TV backstabbing. I'm all up for it. So I love yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth it's worth a look. So what's going um, to Mark Gatiss playing Larry Grayson. 
Well, I never thought I'd ever say this, but at the moment I couldn't care less about during, during lockdown, I was watching Larry Grayson on Generation Game on YouTube. Fantastic. His 100th birthday on the day we record. Was the pit. Did the world a big Is it really? Yeah. Well, I don't think they're exactly going to give her a medal for no. it. No. Well, you just find out who's doing it. I'll pay you as soon as I can. Look, Sonia, I'm not interested in your snakes and ladders. Forget it. Forget it. Still thinking about your visitor. Uh, that's Reb who really broke the, the piano. Oh, <laughs> uh, right, okay. That, that, they're halfway point here between the blue uniforms and moving into the the kind of later brown and khaki years where they've they've kind of got both here. What do you reckon? We right. all Sonia believe in her snake? Yeah. What do you got well, in mind? Well, you know, well, obviously you this um, blue denim uh, jacket is very trendy. I wear a lot of them myself at the minute. You know that kind of redolent of workwear. In about a year's time after this, the, they, everything was kind of beige and brown and khaki, and it, it was that kind of era. Whereas before it, we were at the end of the blue and grey era, I think. Yeah, stonewashed denim. Present maybe, but never correct. Oh, here we go. It's a, I reckon the snake was probably getting paid more than most of the cast here. Well, that is always the case with animals on TV. I bet lots of women's prisons are full of black mambas. Sorry about that. Jeez, I wish I wasn't stuck in this hole. If I was on the outside, I'd take Stan the man and his own. Is that the case in um, uh, Kill Bill? If you were on the I don't know. I'm sure there wasn't one of the characters called Black Mamba in Kill Bill. I think so. I'm not so sure. How can you always put the kibosh on everything? It's going to be great. Yeah, be okay, I suppose. Just doesn't seem like much for a bloke like Stan. So, what's that character called? The one with the hairstyle from Kajagoogoo? Uh, Bobby. Bobby Mitchell. Oh, a bit sad, but I guess the time I think I think she's she's meant to be like eighteen or something. And weirdly for a TV show, I think she was actually about eighteen, rather than it being like Greece, where someone in their mid thirties. Yes, coming. See you later, then. You know, if I was about 40 years older, I could really go for that guy. <laughs> nice portrait of the Queen there. Uh... Oh, let me do that, Mrs. Morris. We're finished, are we? Well, we assume it's the Queen. We just don't know. Yeah, they seem to be behaving themselves. Good. Uh, Mick. Mm -hmm. who, who was the woman who, who had the career right. dressing up as the Queen? Good. She, she was uh, in the Naked yes, Gun seriously. film and all that. Yes, yes, I know who you mean. Janet. No, no, not, not uh, Janet Brown. Or whatever no, no, was. no, she was Jeanette. Jeanette, called Jeanette. Jeanette. Yeah, Jeanette. Oh, see, my brain goes to cranky, and I know it's not cranky. Gosh, no. I'll have to look it up. Anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a picture of her, because they're, they're, those were a lot cheaper. was murdered. Now, two dead cops <laughs> let her murderers go, and they're out there. Now, what do you really expect me to do? Jeanette Charles. That's it. Well, you can't talk me out of it, no. 
And if the episode wasn't uh, playing, I'd be saying Jeanette Charles straight away without having to cut anything out. But um, it's just not the way... Because the episode's playing, I can't do that now. Um, <laughs> sort of um, I have to be honest alive. during these bits. Yeah, it's still alive. Doesn't pay to fight for their work, mate. I mean, so, so, some would say that's, that's pretty offensive. Not, Unfortunately, not, not no. getting much work, I would imagine. Take over my paperwork. Of course. I want to go over and see Myra's kids. She's very worried about them. Yes, and if there's anything else I can do. No, no. This one I must do myself. Myra hasn't appeared yet, but she was the one who was mentioned several times in the recap. Uh, she just just killed her husband. What? What? Is this what you're scared of? So, isn't that, so this the it's second so in this episode, snake like object. Joke? That is no joke. No, it's a piece okay. of hose. Listen, you better start protecting just, me. Just calm down. Calm down when somebody's trying to kill me. Just pull yourself together. You get I, I think in 1984, I think every single football team had one Rick lookalike in them. That is yeah. a piece of bloody hose. I think I'd better make an appointment with you see Dr. White. No, I'm not going to see any shrink. You find out who's doing it to me. Well, if you don't stop it, I am. I'm going to call Sister Kelly, right? It is a very, very impressive tash. It's the combo, isn't it? It's the, it's the perm tash combo. Just find out who's doing yeah. it to me and I'll be fine. All the rage in the early 80s. And then get yourself back to work, right? Like Steve Beaton. Only he was in the 90s. Is that football? I, I don't know. No, he's a, he's a darts player. He, he's, known okay. as, he's known as the Adonis of darts, and he looks like that. That bloody time. Oh, he, he was known as that. I don't know if he's still playing. And you were going. Yeah. He looked like that in the 90s. We got this sort of a choir started and going to a singing Young men are adopting the uh, moustache again. Hey, uh, Mr. Dobson. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, Uncle Kevin uh, wants to know where we'll be over at France. You, you know, um, so I've just been up in uh, Edinburgh. Yeah. One thing I've noticed, not only a lot of moustaches, a lot of mullets. Yes. Yeah. Oh, mullets are big, moustaches are big, Hawaiian shirts, preppy American glasses like Jeffrey Dahmer would wear. Yeah, it'd be good to get out and see the country for a day. But you see, yet again, I am unfashionable. the best company. Or, uh, sorry, not uh, not yet again. Uh, still, that's it. Still. Very funny. This is a business deal, and don't you forget it. After don't we split the day, you can do what you bloody like. Bloody I'm like. how you dumped me last time. Couldn't help it. Sure. Yeah, well, great talking to you, Uncle. When will I see you? You'll be sprung before you get to Franton. So keep yourself ready. <gasps> oh, we might have an escape. We might have an escape. Uh, yeah, but it's not going to be straight away, though, is it? It's you never, think the, they're going to... You never tease, know, aren't they? You never know. Sometimes they tease stuff for ten episodes. Sometimes it happens in the next five minutes. Harris Bus Service. Oh, Rick Mann here from the Western Centre. No, no problem. Just checking on the minibus booked for tomorrow morning. Yeah, the, tomorrow. The, that'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, but this episode yeah, could cover three days. Time. You never know. And also, I love oh, how yeah. secure it is. That he can just phone nice up and go, oh, yeah, I'm Rick from the prison. Can you give me all these details, please? If we don't get some kind of snake resolution, though, 
Here I come. How much did he say? Oh, Thousand. Morris, come in. Thanks, Ellen. Well, I, I don't, I don't know what Australian money okay. is worth now, let alone that. No. So. No, no. Oh, you sometimes really? hear them mention like ten thousand dollars. What go, can we do for you? What's well, that? Thirty quid. In, just see if everything's okay. <laughs> is, is it like Italian lira? Change my mind. That was it, wasn't it? Italian lira. Cinque trenta mille for a cup of tea. Well, you could yeah. try and talk some sense into Kay. She reckons Mum did it on purpose. Alan. Yes, I did hear something about that. I bet you did. But well, Alan did hear. Kay, um, it was on a farm. Kay, do you really think your mother Weirdly, you haven't seen anyone? Of course I do. I saw it, Mrs. Morris. She hated him because he was living with Gloria. I don't think that's why it happened, though. I mean, if it was, why didn't she do it before? Well, why did she do it? I think I will have that coffee now, <clears throat> Alan. Why? In about three episodes, uh, Kay will be a drug addict. The police oh, think good. it was deliberate. But a full-on junkie, as in, like, in three episodes. <laughs> happened didn't it at the moment she's like an upset 15 year old kid uh, but sometimes she goes full zamo in about just do strange three episodes chasing the dragon we just lash out at some at this point she doesn't even know what the dragon is now your mum's nah. a wonderful woman she doesn't deserve to be punished anymore i love her mrs morris i do love her <laughs> Okay. In case you haven't worked out, Meg is meant to be the nice, compassionate screw. Yeah. Takes a takes a job home with her. Yeah, well, I wonder if Cass has everything under control in the kitchen. Yeah, geez, I'm so hungry I could chew the armor for ragdoll. No, you gotta show you're hungry by rubbing stupid. your tummy. I'm talking about Stan surprise. <clears throat> I mean, that's acting one oh one. I'm more likely to do that to show that I've got indigestion. Hello, ladies. Yeah. Bobby, could I have a word with you, please? Yeah, sure. Yeah, now, you remember, he's a married man. Yeah, you better watch her, Mr. Dobson. She's a real little goat. I can't remember why this really old man is working in the prison. How come you by yourself? No. I, I know that there was a point where staff kept either leaving or dying. Um, they must have realised that, that Meg was running it single-handedly, and so they had to bring oh, someone else in. Oh, the acrylic too is your old punk. How'd you know I wanted them? I heard you talking about it one day. Not quite my style. Are they related, or is he trying something horrible? No, no, it's really good. Have a listen. I'll take your word for it. You can always see the worst in people. Why can't he just be a nice man? Just because he looks like Walt Disney doesn't mean he's... I miss you too, Bobby. We've had a bit of a laugh together, haven't we? Is that is that oh, um you know, kind of is that a uh, recently frozen Walt well, well, Disney? Yeah, yeah. He gets So obviously he's when retiring. So quite legally, young lady, I hope he'll come and visit my wife and me. Do you reckon it's going to be one of those? No, it's my last. Day, I, I'm one day from retirement. Is it? Do you reckon it's yeah. going to be one of those? You really mean that, don't yeah. you? Yeah, I certainly do. Why should we stop being friends just because I have to retire? Oh, geez, Mr. oh no, I've, I, I can't find my lucky right, whistle on my last day Thanks. before retirement. I, where is it? I don't think it happens this episode if it does happen. So. I am cynical, but... Why won't anybody believe me when there was something in my cell? I swear it. Are you getting boring, you know that? I don't care if there getting was Getting boring, you know that? kill me. Yeah, I like... Um, was it? I was introduced to the concept of the bogan. You know that Australian phrase. 
Never do your own dirty work, do you? I don't know that one. There's loads of uh, Aussie phrases I know from just watching this, but I don't think I know that one. A bogan is like, you know, just like a working class shorts. Are you trying to avoid me? Knocks and sandals, these and that, trendy now. Rolled up sleeve, drinking beer, mullet, wear it. The guy that's getting this out of here. He's organising it. I don't want Bogan. An or unsophisticated person regarded as being low social status. Oh, like a beach bub. You just said be real. Well, I would say you'd probably say like a chav. I'd be glad to see the beck and If you were in 2010. Goodbye, Wentworth. Goodbye, Porridge. God, it's going to be good. Where are you going now? Oh, i just got to get my jacket. It won't be a trick. Well, hurry up. Stan got asked us to rehearse that number before night. <laughs> oh. It is a bit Doctor Who, isn't it? It gets around He's... that snake, doesn't it? It does. You'd think it'd have to keep going out into the corridor in order to get back into all these cells, but no one seems to I... everything go on. I hope it bites the old man. They used to be so close now, they'd like... You are on, on his last day? Like yeah, yeah. You couldn't talk to the girl, then. I mean, there's nothing to say that it is his last day here. It's just, he's got that vibe about him, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the sense of tragedy then. The nice old man retires, reaching a hand of friendship to... Uh, to, to the prisoner. Innes, innocent friendship. But wouldn't it be worse if it was if it killed someone younger with their whole life ahead of them? Yeah, but then um, there's no mileage in that from a shit story point of view, is there? It's much if he was going to go anyway. But, um, and then of course the viewer's got no investment with him because he's exactly. recently appeared. So therefore, the viewer doesn't care about this character. Yeah, and all day Rick Mustache has been dismissing the idea of a snake. <laughs> and so she's going to have one up on him, isn't she? She's going to say, I told you there was a bloody snake. Well, I think Sonia's going to go right over the edge. So, so do you think well, someone is going to get bitten by the snake? Like I reckon it's the old man. I say that from a position of no knowledge. Overnight. I'm And do you think it'll be this episode? Uh, if it isn't, I'll be genuinely furious. <laughs> but I, from my understanding of this kind of thing, it's the kind of thing that would be stretched out. But it may have... It may have already oh, been around for ages. Wait, there you go. Oh, it's just it got Helen. No mark. How was Helen? I was completely wrong. She was a she's a popular character. It's all right, Helen. Don't move. It's all right. It's a big car. It's a big car. Get on the bed. She's on the bed. Here, we've got to get her out of here, Mrs. Morris. Go and get some help. Go get her out. Just do what I tell you. Help! Help! What's going on, Get her, what, a zoologist? Oh, that jumped out. It jumped, that snake. Did you see it? It got, it, it got that person. You couldn't see their face, so you don't know it wasn't Meg. Oh, so two people have been bitten. And they're both long-term characters. Okay. So there's no... Oh, is he going to suck the poison out? Where were they bitten? On the breast. One of these days I'm going to put a match to this lot and pretend it was an accident. Oh, here it is. 
You don't think much of um, the old timer there, do you? I don't <laughs> trust him. Read your request to allow maternity to him. mingle with other blocks. I'll say it was shown quite late, so if they cut to the next scene and he's there trying to suck the poison out of their breasts, it was shown after the water. So, great going away, Right, I'll uh, contact Wentworth General. Oh, I, 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 I love that. Uh, um, her, her reaction there was, well, right, well, I suppose I better do this. Like every day they hear yeah. someone's, been, someone's been bitten in their cell by a snake. Yeah. What's the matter, Stephen? Still feeling a bit snaky. <laughs> well, you see, I'm surprised they don't have, like, anti-venom on site. It's bloody Australia. Why isn't laughing? Oh, yeah, what do I know? Hey, Cass, hey, but as the recap... Said, Cass, that's yeah. her, brought it in uh, from outside. But you'd think, brought, in a prison, they'd check the bags and stuff that people brought stuff in there. Who brought it in her? No, the uh, Cass. The one on the left. Right. Hey, Jude, where you been? Did you cop trade, Judy? Nah, or she didn't. Peter and Peg are doing it today. Oh, jeez, Jude, you don't look too good, do you? Yes, what is it, Judy? Helen's in hospital, says so Mrs. Morris. Hey, you lot, pop down Mrs. Morris and Helen in the hospital. Uh, Why? What's wrong? Oh, hang on. They, they went to hospital in the time it took her right? to walk down the corridor. There's a bloody snake right. in there. It bit her. <laughs> well, you uh. believe me now, don't you? You see, I slept with that thing last night, all night, in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good acting, that. Mr. Manning? That's all right, Governor. Snake's dead. She looks weirdly oh, like Brian Connolly from the suite. Thanks, Mrs. Reynolds. How are Helen and Mrs. Morris? Doctor's with them now. Snake's yeah. dead. Well, we won't really know that until the anti-venom takes effect. Well, they did just go on a stamp on it. Well, they, also, they could only afford to hire it for one episode. Yeah. The poor girl was terrified. It must have been a dreadful shock. Uh, is that it? Yeah. Stan made real short work of it. <laughs> Mr. Dobson looks as though you saved the day all round. Colin told me how you handled no. things before. Obviously, they didn't show the scene where he killed the snake. Quite used to snakes no. in places like that. Well, then I'll let you assure the women the snake's well and truly dead. Right, I'll do it straight away. Can't have them panicking, can we? Now, I'm going to go and show them me snake. Go and get me snake out for them. Significant when you go. Yeah, I'd forgotten all about that. Mm -hmm. Remember back in 76, we had a plague of them down on the farm. Oh, real nasty little shock as they were. Me and Dad killed 32 one day. Oh, bugger that, I'm staying in the city. Me too, I hate the rotten thing. Nah, no, they won't hurt you. Not unless you scare them. I'd love to be there when you tell Helen that. Oh, why don't you shut up, Sonia? Yeah, if the snake bit you, it'd die of frostbite. Uh, ladies, can you have your attention, please? Now, hang, hang, hang on, hang on. Yeah, well, he's, he's even getting an audience for it. Why would they yeah. take into hospital? The doctor brought the anti-venom here, Judy, much quicker. Yeah, we can't get your progress report yet because the doctor's still waiting for the serum to take effect. Where is the snake? It's not still on the loose, is it? Stan killed it. Oh, Mr. Dobson. <laughs> Here's a little Quite harmless. Murderer. Oh, well, what do you say, ladies? Let's hear it for Stan. These days, there'd be a fucking outcry about that. There would be. What are you going to do with it now? Straight out to the dump, Master Stevens. Won't be worrying you anymore. We'll let you know what happens. Luckily, today's whacking day, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Status. 
sense memory of when my nan had to kill two eels with a saucepan. How are you feeling, mate? I mean, surely that sort of thing only happens in sitcoms. Well, it happened on a boat in, um, on Ho Season's boat in Norfolk when she was boiling two eels in a pan and knocked it over and they were like slithering around. So there's my nan whacking a great, whacking these uh, eels. It was one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen. (laughs) Oh, her heart is quite strong. But that doesn't mean... And it was cut from Holiday on the Buses, which isn't just that. They've received so much venom that their nervous system has been permanently damaged. Oh, okay, no. so this is the cliffhanger. Uh, I, I, I don't know, are we at cliffhanger time already? I don't know. Th- these episodes do fly by, so... Well, we're about three hours in, aren't we? <laughs> in my mind, it's just started, so... Uh... So I was wondering if you could get some volunteers to look after the inside. Yeah, okay. You see the back in there, it's all very khaki, isn't it? Yeah, it's all very shades of beige. Eventually, the whole, uh, the screws will wear that as their uniform. And the whole, the whole show just looks like that. I couldn't. That's my day off and I have to get the city with Patrick. Oh, I didn't know he was back. Nothing wrong, is there? No, everything's fine. Good. And finish the roster and let me know which day suits you. There's tension there. Oh, oh yeah. Well, You're right. Colleen was acting governor. Oh, you have you got that job? And, and then Anne, it who is the governor, the uh, she decided to come back. She'd initially resigned, but then well, she came back. So Colleen didn't Colleen. get the governor's job. So we're going to take the gamble. Right. He's going to set up his own business. I think that's just what happened. If not, that happened another time. But I think right. that's what's just happened. If he gets the business. Can you do valve grinds? Good God, I suppose so. Why? Well, he's got a customer. My old bomber's screaming out for attention. How can I get in touch with him? Hold it. Here is the number. Thanks, Rick. How can, I, how, how can I get in touch with him? Literally, ask his wife. Oh, You're sitting with him. Yeah. Oh, I thought you'd stopped it. <laughs> no, not quite, Bobby. Ask Myra. Who's that one? She's the one whose uh, daughter is about to become a smackhead, who Meg was meeting earlier. Um, I've got to say, whilst the whole snake endeavour was very exciting, I'm not one sniff of a singing competition. No, it's been. I mean, the previous episode was was all. Yeah, the previous episode was apparently all about the singing competition. This one, I haven't even heard a tinkle of ivory. And Kane, you have a visitor. Who is it? I'm Miss Webster. Come on. Hey, Stan said he was going to chuck the snake in the dump, Master. Right? Yeah. Why? Kidding? You wouldn't, would you, Bobby? Don't know what you're talking about. So, what's she gonna do with the snake? Kill the old man with it? Um, I'm not sure. I, I can't remember exactly. Listen, Reb, you shouldn't have come in. Background acting there as well. Tremendous. Stan, go over there, do a little business, take Meg away with you. What are you trying to do to me? I didn't know you was on the run. Heard about it on the radio after you left us. What difference it make? Nobody knows I was there, do they? 
Listen, you know how I operate. I don't dob on me mates. Yes, I know. But what about the suitcase? What about it? Fifty I want you to get someone to take it away. Why, it's not hurting anyone, is it? Oh, well, if the police find it there... No sweat. They haven't got a clue. No, Rip, I want it out. Dob. To dob at someone in. That was a God, very Australian term. Well, the, obviously, the name of this podcast is No Lagging. And the lagging is the... Uh, when you grass on a fellow prisoner to the screws. So the no lagging rule is what exists in the prison. Now, are you going to do it or not? Now, about tomorrow, I hope you're all looking forward to it. Yeah, you bet. How long will it take, Mrs. There you go. Well, Franton's 85 kilometres, so about two hours, I suppose. Oh, good one. I love bus rides. Oh, two hours? 85 kilometres, two hours. It's about 45 miles. Who wants to go to the Danny? Oh, what your plans? There have been stops. Yeah, in a, in a, in a really place. shit old now, minibus. Now, I know it's really fun, because I know you've all worked very hard for this. But I have to talk to you about your behaviour. She's got no bra It's been quite a fight for the department to approve Who? this project, so please don't give anyone out there any cause for complaint. Oh, I don't know. We can promise that, Mrs. Reynolds. I reckon their mother choirs are going See, to be See, the interesting like thing is, we win. <laughs> I can't don't age worry, them. We're going to win that competition for, for Mr. Dobson. They're, Good, retiring they're going to be loads man. younger than me now. <laughs> but. All right. Good luck, everyone. And don't worry about Helen, she's in very good hands. It, 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 it is quite difficult. Okay, girls, let's get back to work. It is quite yeah. difficult to, to place the ages, but I think that's the same of pretty much anything from the early 80s. No sweat, Cass. Anything dated. Yeah. I'm going to jump on If you look now at Fulton Towers, you wouldn't believe that Basil's 35 years old. No. You'd think he was mid 50s or something. It is one of the weird things about uh, prison that you seem to be able to run off whenever you want and go to <laughs> and, and go to the outside. Please. So here's my question. Need something to keep me awake tonight. Were you a little bit surprised that she took the snake out of the skip outside of the plastic bag? Why did he get tip it out of the plastic bag? I don't know. I don't know the. I don't know the motivation of the character. Well, that's that's all I'm about. I'm about the internal life. You're quite sure. My guess is they were filmed months apart, and someone didn't remember the plastic bag. Basic continuity. Perhaps I was wrong. Perhaps you should Perhaps. go on this trip. Oh, no, I'll go. The department isn't too happy about the project, and neither am I. So I would rather be in charge to see that nothing goes wrong. Quite frankly, Colin, you and the department can go to hell with a negative attitude. Oh, blimey. When I came to this place, it was like what? something out of the dark ages. Well, I am going to change that. I can't, I can't I see the then. problem with but if you're going to sulk around this murderers I came back to the being dog, allowed to go... Out. Out of the prison, do a singing competition. Who in their right mind would refuse that? Well, nothing's going to go wrong. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Especially in a minibus with a venom-filled snake. Is stabilized. Good. Yes, he is very happy. Oh, I think they've, they've used up the snake now. It's going to be something else. It'll be uh, Madman with a gun or something like that. No, they can't have used up the snake. We've seen her get the snake out of the... Skip. There's got her. to be another escape. I, 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 see, I assume that's 
to do another one of their pranks. Make break yeah, down. Look, look. I'm st it's still in the contention. You got a minute? What is it, Bobby? Well, your name is Walkman. But it's my last day! Did you fix it yourself or what? I tried, but I'm afraid I'm not very good with transistors. I ended up taking it to the shop. Yeah, well, you can throw it gonna... through their window on your way home because it's not Electrocuted. Worth... It's in the rec room. Why don't you come and see for yourself? Really? Well, there's no need to worry. They said all their work was guaranteed. Yeah, well, I wouldn't trust them shipping buggers. You've got to get everything in writing. Oh, Struth, you didn't let them take down the serial number, did you? Well, I suppose so. I read it. Now, oh, Bobby, you didn't... <laughs> Bloody did. You might end up in the slammer yourself. Oh. Maybe, yeah, maybe if this is his last day. I think it is his last day. Tricky little bugger, Dead, dead soon. And they put the snake in it. Well, let's just say that when Mrs. O'Regan finds out what's missing in the kitchen, this one's going to be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Well, it was a very nice... Why, yeah, well, what, well, why are they able to conjure up massive cakes hooray! at a few minutes' notice? I'm, I've never been quite sure. And a carving knife. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Oh, don't... Group of singers are very successful. Don't pull at that thread. Oh, don't worry. You've a speech, Mr Dobson. Yes, speech. Speech. Oh, dear. What can I say? Well, I, I suppose I've been a very happy man. For 40 years, I've enjoyed my job. Oh, yeah, he's, de he's definitely, he's so clearly going to die in a second. Yeah. And look where yeah. I ended up with some of the nicest people I've ever met. I've, I've often thought... Just imagine if the nicest people you ever what, met what were all prisoners. Yeah. What a pity we could For 40 years, I've been standing outside... You've, you've taken a wrong turn in life somewhere then, haven't you? I stand yeah. corrected, Cass. Of course we are. It's just that... Well, I, I'm going to miss you all very much. It's the only way I can get an erection. Hang on, isn't that from New Year's Eve? It's about reflection and remembrance. Yeah, but he's only been in it three weeks. Yeah, he's one of those mysterious characters. He'll come back as a murderer soon. <laughs> A lot of advert breaks. Lovely but, car. Look but it's a, it's a TV hour, so the, the episodes are like 45 yeah. minutes. I, so. I can't slag that car off. It's nicer than mine. No, it's a lovely car. I genuinely oh, like oh, it. Oh, hang on. It's, here's a ne'er-do-well with, a, with a, a bag. A bogan with a bag. Good base I, like, I like the way he wasn't even hidden. He was literally walking next to him. <laughs> oh, hello. He's going to put a, some kind of bog on it. Oh, hi, Jude. Come in, love. I uh, see you've got a pot there. I've got the ingredients. Do you feel like a cuppa? Thanks, mate. <laughs> I'll pay you back after buyer. No worries. This is all part of the good neighbour policy. Okay, neighbour. Black with two. I wouldn't want water out of a kettle that colour. It would just no. It just looks like it's poison. Well, it's really nice talking to you, Myra. Oh. Myra, it's an unfortunate name for prisoner. It, it's, it's very unfortunate. You know, Jude, I've been thinking about the last time I was in here. I feel like I never left. Great, isn't it? 
38 years of age and I feel like I've never been on the outside. There you go. Myra's 38. Myra, you cut out I would speech. not have guessed that. you got two kids out No, there me neither. You. you just concentrate on beating... I'd have been out by about 10 years, I reckon, if I guessed their age. I don't know what to do. Jude Gay hates me. That's not true. Look, she's upset at the moment. She probably has some problems, but she'll get over it. That's why it's even more important for you to beat this rap and get out there again. If I don't, there's no such oh, work. Oh, come on, Jude, let's face facts. What if I'm stuck in here for life? Oh, I don't worry so much about Alan. He's a good kid, but Kay, she's... Oh. She's a minute away from growing up. She's... She has just killed her husband. Her mother's in the slammer for life. So, so who's... What's her name? She's. A, she was in it from the start, yeah? Judy? No, um... Judy was in it quite early, but, uh... Not right from the start. She wasn't one of the original gang. Right. I don't know if any of the uh, original prisoners are still in it, to be honest, at this point. A lot better if I could get the snake out of my mind. There was a snake in here, I know. The only one who was definitely there at the start is Meg there. Don't lock the door. It's dead, Stevens. I know how you feel, but there's nothing to be frightened of. Yes, you're right. but, but Meg's always there, so did she? Did she do the whole series? She did. She did the full stint. She served the full sentence. There you go. There you go. It was for a prank. More snake-based banter. I don't think that's the end of the snake-based banter. Uh, that is called... Every other time she's thought she's seen a snake, she's screamed. Now she, now she just does stare out acting. Is that character development? We just don't know. Oh, mad acting. Classic mad acting. Come on. What the hell's your father doing? He's looking for his cigarettes. Darling, tell him to looking hurry for his up. Cigarette. He knows he's got to leave plenty of time to get you kids to school on Mr. Manning's car. Even if he can get it started. Yeah, right, Mum. Oh, listen, his cigarettes are here. Is that... Uh, I'm trying to work out if that's the same daughter that she had in an earlier episode. Well... Listen, you're also going to pick up some bitches, I'll take your word from it. For it. Well, I'm not sure, so... What on earth are you listening to, Rick? Oh, hang on a minute, there's somebody at the door. <laughs> I'm guessing it was royalty free. Boom, bam, boo, ah. Alright, come on in. I've got someone on the phone. Oh, well, listen, can you just give Jenny your car keys? Pat's in a bit of a hurry to get to Alright, there you go, Jen. Looks like we'll have to meet each other some other time, eh? Bye, sir. Yeah. Go on, off you go. Have a good day. See you tonight, Pat. Okay, love. I'll have the keys in the car. Nice looking bunch. They're yours. Ah, no thanks. As you can see, I have enough trouble looking after them. Nice. The phone. Hello, sorry to keep you waiting. What? What? Ah, oh, the car. Patrick! Oh, fuck it up. Oh. Oh, I, all right, we've, we've, we've had a death. Well, several. Children and 
husband. Yeah. There you go. I, I was saying earlier that they don't always have a great cliffhanger. That was a banger. It was a was it was yeah. Literal banger. Things were different and, and the vocal version of the thing is that unusual yeah sometimes you get all majority of the time you seem to get the uh, instrumental which is you know not what not what anyone wants prisoners too and then comes around hair by gilbert broadway together I've had years to uh, check whether Gilbert Broadway is a person or a company. But, <laughs> or a place. Yeah, but I'd rather just assume it's someone called Gilbert Broadway. Travel Lodge, a warm yep. reception is just the beginning. Amazing. Yep. Oh, we've got the, the new Grundy logo. Oh yeah, not 83. 83. 83. I must have been late 83, that one. Must have been. All right. Okay. Wow. wow. I mean, wow. I, was, I was thinking that had been yeah. quite a bit of a um, middling episode. Yeah, yeah. All the stuff that was mentioned in the, in the recap hadn't really been brought up again. No. Um, the, the snake issue was kind of closed not in a necessarily satisfactory way. But then it finished on a huge explosion. Literally Absolutely. and figuratively. Boom. Oh, uh, that came yeah. out of nowhere. I'd, I've seen this before, and I'd forgotten that was about to happen. Well, yeah, very impressive ending. A lot of snake-based humour. No shenanigans. Uh, you got You've got a new mad character now. Someone goes mad in a 24 hour, obviously it takes 24 hours for somebody to have, uh, to go insane. Um, you know, classically, uh, just three, it just takes three snakes. But they've, they've not long. So this that was four, three, three. They've not long had a character go insane on the show. Right. Okay. And that was much better going mad because it was done over over weeks and weeks and weeks. Right. It was, it was someone slowly going mad and they showed it. So someone going instantly mad at the sight instantly. of a dead snake, not quite as yeah. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, then the kind of the, um, the faint of the old man, is he a dodgy old man? No. Is the old man going to die? No. Uh, not well, old- he hasn't yet. He old hasn't man gets Kate. Do you reckon that's the end of him? Do you reckon we ever see him again? Yeah, I, I think. I think you know. Char- I mean, his character has served a purpose, uh, and you know, a nice old man kills snake. That that, that literally was his purpose. Yeah, yeah, they that's thought, it. I thought, which character can we have uh, kill the snake? Uh, Almost we like a Shakespearean. We, we want a snake in the show, yeah. and it needs killing. Who's going to do it? Meg, no. Uh, the freak, no. She's not in it at the moment. She's probably no. in pa- she's probably in Panto. Uh, Colleen, no. She wouldn't do it. Rick, he's he's the other side of the snake storyline. So we need another character to come in. Yeah, Write the old guy in. He kills the snake. 
that's it. That's job, job quali- done. That's writing. That's that. That's top quality writing. Yeah, yeah. Introduce uh, a new character with one purpose: to kill a snake and not kill die. a snake, and then eat eat kill a snake, eat cake. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So we didn't even see him eat cake. We just saw him get a cake. No. Yeah. No, oh, very, I mean, uh, it would have been better if the snake had been inside the cake. Yeah, well, I thought... Dr. Seuss would have done that. So does that... I want to know where you're at right now, because obviously, you know, these are all breadcrumbs. Are you, like, drawn to see the next episode out of intrigue, or are you like, I'm done? No, no, I I am anyway. And also, if you... I reckon it would be different for me, because I'm a fan. Of course. if... And this is actually one of the que- one of the follow up questions I ask is, what do you think happens in episode four, three, four? Right. Well, well, based on what we've seen, because obviously the episode ne- next episode is the trip out, yeah, and it's been set up that it's important to the governor, uh, and that mm. uh, she wants to modernise the prison, but so it's obviously going to fail miserably. It's been set up that somebody's going to do a runner to get their fifty thousand. Um, but of course, I don't know why. I don't know if that is connected to why the bomb was put under Kevin Keegan's um, car. So obviously, we've got the fallout there, <clears throat> the tragedy, the grief. Um, so there's a lot to unpack. Uh, I think the next episode. I mean, I would be surprised if in a in the prison. There was okay. One of our warders. There was a murder attempt, and somebody is one of our other warders, senior warders. Their husband has been killed. But hey, look, you should go to this singing competition. I'd be surprised if that carries on. But you know, yeah, you th- and uh, also Co- Colleen, whose uh, family have just been exploded. Uh, she yeah. was the she was the officer who'd be taking them to the. Yeah, yeah. That, that, so, so know, do you think not... you think it goes ahead, or do you think? Well, no, it's, they, it's, you know, from my days of being a teacher, it's not always easy to get a replacement minibus driver. Um, so I think there'll be a lot of discussion about the disappointment from the singing. So a lot of tears from those that wanted to go to the singing competition. And then just a pat, slow pan across an old man eating cake. Uh, I, know, then, I, thought you, I thought you said he, we won't see him again. Well, I, it was a big cake. Yeah, so so you reckon until episode maybe four, three, six, he's, I, he's I, just going to sit there and there will be acting eat, around him and he'll be eating, eating cake. cake. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I mean it'll be also be pretty cold, wouldn't it? Because obviously the, the, there's a lot going on. It, obviously, um, Kevin Keegan can't go into work, shouldn't go into work. It's a very traumatic experience, mm-hmm. and there's a police investigation, so they'll be short-handed. Uh, but you know, he's perfectly when he's right. Whether he's right, same now, nah, not my problem. I've got, well, I've got. Got a bag what of you, snakes. What you could see there is you've got the old guy who's just re- who's just retired. You've got Colleen, who I assume is going to be off for some kind of bereavement period. Yeah. Uh, you've got Rick, who's being someone's trying to kill him. He'd have every reason to not go somewhere where they'd know he'd be. Yeah. And you've already got the freak who's away in Panto. That leaves Meg running everything on her own. Do we know why they tried to kill him? Uh, I do, yeah. But they didn't really mention... Essentially, he's interfering in gangland business. 
He's here. He's here. Bent. Screw he, he used to be a, a bent copper, but he became a screw due to him hearing about bent, other bent coppers and wanting to leave the force. So, and they did refer to that at the beginning of the episode, didn't they? They are. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's a, everything's always there if you dig hard enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, so that was him and uh, Sonia who he's enjoying uh, terrorising. Uh, she's kind of on the other side of it. So the the bent coppers are kind of working uh, with the gangland drug side of things, which she's a part right. of. Right, right. Well, it's a tangled web. It's very it's a... tangled. Yeah, yeah. But if it wasn't, it wouldn't be a web, would it? No, of course not. It'd, it'd just be a piece, it'd just be a string. Yeah, exactly. And everyone always refers to TV shows as tangled webs. They never refer to them as bits of string. And so they save tangled web up for the best ones, I think. Okay. Well, no, so, I mean, so, so do they ever get to the songwriting competition, the singing competition? Well, I, I, you might know. Oh, I do know. That's what that, obviously, based on what you've seen, do you reckon they get there and do they win if they do? Um, I think they get there, but that's obviously where one of them does a runner, so they probably probably don't get to sing. But then maybe there's a scene of them singing in the van as they're kind of, um, and we see we see them singing. We think, oh wow, they some of them can really the sing. Close harmonies are actually uh, yeah, what a beautiful thing, yeah. and how the rest restitution of the soul through a cultural connection to life, whereas you know the proven. The proven strength of of community singing, where the when, when natural harmonies draw people together, or maybe they're all just terrible. Yeah, um, or maybe because someone else has to go in Colleen's place. The person they send actually has a very musical ear, and they only notice that someone has escaped due to the harmony clearly missing an extra baritone, and that's how they realise that someone isn't there. Right. Okay. Okay, so that 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 is very specific. Yeah, and also that doesn't happen. But uh, <laughs> it, that, that that's the sort of thing that would happen if I wrote it. <laughs> we, which luckily, <laughs> luckily, I didn't. That's why Harold Bishop's writing it, and I'm not. Yeah, well, he's down in the list. He's associate producer, which is normally probably a script writing. There is there will be someone who'll yeah, he's have... a big big deal on it. It was a big deal on the show. Yeah, there'll be someone who'll have all of these strands kind of on a big, you know, post-it note or big piece of paper with all the lines. So they'll just be, and they just say they'll dish it out and they'll just dish out who needs to write what. And um, no, I mean, it must be, there must be a point where, where it's like, well, I don't, I don't know how long this is, you know, five or six years, however, where think things, very quickly start repeating themselves. I'm, I am. We talked it about it before. I'm a Star Trek fan, and every now and again, I do rewatch a whole series, um, and then I have to take to stop because even within a series, they start repeating stories. Um, so that's when anything, you know, which will have production value, starts repeating itself. There must be. I mean, I'm, I'm presuming there's a snake-based story every six months. Yeah, well, maybe not a snake, but you know, some some kind of um, uh, scary uh, monster will attack them. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's that kind of thing. Might be a spider. Yeah, might be some madman with a gun. All that. It, there's 
they, they're all filed under uh, danger to prisoners, and I think oh, they, yeah. they will always have one of those. But aren't there, um, isn't there only like seven stories and they were all written by Shakespeare or something like that? There's a, there's a theory that there's only seven types of story. Yeah, uh, there is. There is. It's not, I mean, it is. They're all just because you can categorize stories. So my thing is fairy tales, and there's all these different phenotypes of stories. But I would say some of them are a stretch. But yeah, there is there is a whole thing about the, the, the different types of stories, and you know, there's always the wizard, the crone, the the prince, the hero, the wise person. Yeah, they all and uh, this there's the adventure, there's the resolute, you know, there's the self discovery. It's all um, but. Then again, some of it's very forced. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If someone has a theory, they tend to shoehorn things into it rather than yeah. You know, it's well, normally... what they could have said is a lot of stuff. Re- it c- can be traced back to to these Shakespeare plays. Yeah, but some well, of his stuff well, was based on other things as well. So yeah. well, he based yeah. They, they, they load of his histories was was basically he bought one history book, and that was and and they can trace most of the stuff in his history is back to that one book. Yeah, so it's, yeah. I don't, I don't know why he gets so much credit, really. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> overrated. Overrated. That's, that said, I do end up at uh, Cambridge. always has, like, this outdoor Shakespeare stuff. And, uh, always good to see a Shakespeare. Yeah, good. I, 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 when I did it at school, I was so sick of it, I kind of swore that I'd never do... Never go and see a Shakespeare play again. And I didn't for about 20 years. And then uh, I, I saw one in the um, at the Globe and went... Oh, good. Actually, this, these are fucking terrific. What did you see? What did you uh, see? I saw The Tempest. Uh, a couple of years ago? Oh, no, that, that was the one that broke broke my streak um, of... Um, when when oh, did you see it? Hang on. Which production? Um, it was... Oh, I don't know. So that would have been... Oh, what year are we looking at? Doesn't so maybe, two, maybe 2003, 2004? Yeah, quite a while ago. I think I might have seen that one myself. I Yeah, no, I... Yeah, I, I used to take people to see, the, to see Macbeth. And when I was a teacher, it was my job, because Macbeth was always on the English syllabus. And the last produ- production of Macbeth I saw, and, you know, God bless him, uh, Pete Postlethwaite was the lead, and it was oh, terrible. Cool. It was really? terrible. It was absolute tripe. I think the, the uh, reason the reason I want uh, I decided to you know break my my streak with the tempest because that was the one I I, I studied uh, for A level. Yeah, and yeah. so I thought I wonder how much I've retained of this. So I went to see it, and it was all there. As soon as, yeah. as, soon as they're coming, it's all flowing in my head. Going, yeah. I know exactly what what's coming up and things like that. It is one of those things. It just stays with you, doesn't it? Once you've, it once you've, once you've, um, once you've bitten on that uh, piece of cake, you're going to finish it, the cake. It, 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 yeah, it, I reckon Shakespeare knew a little bit about writing plays. I wonder if if he would have been a soap story writer. I don't know. I mean, some some of his plays do seem to go on longer than some soaps. So. Yeah. Um, there's, there's every possibility that he can do. He can definitely do long form narrative, the longest form of narrative. Some would say yeah, succession. When everyone, you know, like everyone says, oh, succession, the wire. Oh, it's so Shakespearean. 
they all kind of use that super. I haven't K. seen all of Succession. I've seen I've seen all of the Wyatt, and I do love it. So, uh, but 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 that's one of the things where I can't see the uh, the Shakespearean angle of it, unless you say, "Oh well, these characters are like classic uh, tragedy characters." Yeah, they are, they are, like that. There are some archetypal Shakespearean, an intangible vocabulary, which most of the storytelling is vis- visual. Uh, we have, oh, yeah, anyway, you, yeah, you, you definitely can see someone has looked at with well, David Simon is a very erudite writer. Uh yeah. But um yeah, but then again, Shakespeare, he ripped everyone else off. Yeah, why not? It's what, it's what writers do, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but they've got all these stories have got to start somewhere. So some someone came up with the original ideas. So uh, maybe. In in in, in you know, four hundred years time, maybe someone will have uh, ripped off the, uh, the 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 snake in a cake idea. Well, there will be there will be like some Mesopotamian cuneiform text about a snake in under the which sends you mad. Yeah, there will be a... there will be story. The snake of madness will be an archetypal story, whether the writers were aware of it or not. There, there, there will be historians calling uh, that particular era of storytelling Ian Smithian times. <laughs> Stroke Bishopian, or whichever way that uh, they remember him best. It's going to be yeah, Bishopian, isn't it? It's what a comes word. out? Um, okay, right. There is one more thing before I let you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm asking everyone to do this um, little quiz on Prisoner. Okay. And it's multiple choice. Okay. And at the end of the series, someone's going to win a solid gold hat. So uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But... Um, I'm just uh, having a quick scan through to see if any of these were referred to in the uh, episode we've just watched. Okay. Uh, Let's see how you get on. I won't tell you whether you got the right or wrong, but I will give you your total at the end. Okay. Right. Who was the original governor of Wentworth Detention Centre? Was it Colleen Powell, Anne Reynolds, Erica Davidson, or Joan Ferguson? Um... Are those all character names? Yes. Well, just move your head so I can have a look at her face. Uh, I won't. It, it might. I can see a. I can see a badge. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I now, don't think the image is high enough quality for me to zoom no, in. Not. Now I heard the name Colleen mentioned in this episode, so it can't be Colleen. Give me one of the other names. A couple of the other the other names. All right. So uh, it was uh, Colleen, um, Anne Reynolds, Erica Davidson, Joan Ferguson. Anne Reynolds. Uh, okay. Uh, what became of the character Judy Bryant? You saw Judy in that episode. Uh, she Judy, was the... That one. Oops. Which one? Um, her. Oh, that one. That one. Uh, what became of the character Judy Bryant when she was released from Wentworth for the final time? She retrained as a social worker. She returned yeah. to taxi driving. She embarked on a songwriting career. She returned mm-hmm. to her Native America. She didn't sound American. She is American. And she's playing an American. That I did not pick up an American accent. Uh, right. By virtue of you saying she's playing an American, she returned to her Native America. Okay. 
Well, it's only because you said she didn't sound American. <laughs> she didn't that. sound American to me, but there you go. That'll be fine. All right. Um, right or pi- wrong. Pixie Mason was a slightly yeah. dippy, but very endearing young lady put into Wentworth for bigamy and fraud. What was her real first name? Was it Sandra, Sharon, Sarah, or Sinead? Pixie. Uh, Sandra, because that's a very 80s name. And, and Sharon isn't. Yeah, l- yeah <laughs> late, l- later 80s. Well, I think they were all put in because they all began with S. I think no more thought went into it than this. I don't know who made this quiz, by the way. So, okay. um, What was the nickname everyone, including the staff, called the prisoner Jeanette Brooks? Um, when you were trying to say Jeanette earlier, I was and I was thinking, it's not cranky. The second one no. that came into my head was Brooks. Because Brooks, there character. you go. Uh, right. What was the nickname everyone gave uh, the prisoner Jeanette Brooks was it mom aunt gran or mama oh god well mama sounds like a character from Chicago uh mom aunt ma- gran let's go gran but she was old I don't know oh uh, much All beloved right. top dog B Smith yeah oh B Smith Okay. Lost her daughter to drugs. What was her daughter's name? Okay. Was it Denise, Doreen, Debbie, Diane? Debbie. Debbie Smith. The famous drug. Druggy Debbie Smith. (laughs) Um, Which character was portrayed by Gerard Maguire? Was it Jim Fletcher, Jack Grace, Jock Stewart, or Greg Miller? I'm going to say Jock Stewart because I just wanted to say Jock Stewart. Jock Stewart. Jock Stewart. Um, How many episodes of Prisoner Cell Block H were there in total? 501. 436. 352. Or 692. Well, it has to be the highest number because that was at 83 and that was on 400 and something. So it can't be, can't, yeah, it's got to be the highest one. Like, like all um, uh, the best quizzes, it's important to show you're working, I think. So you think the highest one is six? Well, I would only, I'd only guess that. I'm only guessing that because, as I say, that was episode from two. Yeah, and it finished in 86, so... There you go. Well, that's like almost halfway through, so it didn't quite work out, but it can't be 500 because that would be two years' worth. So, yeah, there you go. Okay, so... Whatever the highest number is. 692. Who was the favourite superhero of the prisoner, Merle Jones? Was it Lieutenant Excellent, Colonel Courageous, Captain Marvellous, or Major Magnificent. Okay, so obviously they referred to it. Uh, so it had to be a fake one. So there's no copyright. Uh, they're all I'm, fake, Gav. They're all fake. Yeah, they're all fake. Say it again one last time and I'll... Lute- I'll Lieutenant Excellent. Colonel no. Courageous. Captain Marvellous. Major Captain Marvelous. Magnificent. 
Captain Marvelous. Yeah. Okay. The final line spoken at the end of episode 692. Okay. There's a, there's a fucking clue for you. Ah. <laughs> was, I'm going to be the oldest biker in the world, Lurch. The oldest biker in the world. But who said it? Michelle Bromby Tucker, Kath Maxwell, Lorna Young, Rita Connors. So what was the name of the screw at the top left who was in every in every episode? Meg. Oh, I would have thought they'd given her the last line. No. I, I, I think they'd have thought it was risky giving her any lines at all. Okay, fair enough. Um I'm going to feel it again. You say the name and I'm just going to, I'm going to tell you which one it is. <laughs> okay. Michelle, you're taking this far more seriously than anyone else does. The quiz. It's the competitive spirit that you've got. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Brumby Tucker, Kath yeah. Maxwell, Lorna mm. Young, Rita yeah. Connors. Rita Connors. Rita. And who sang the theme song on the inside? Was it mm. Jane Clifton? Genevieve Lemon, Colleen Hewitt, Lynn Hamilton. Lynn Hamilton, because I vaguely remember it being Lynn Hamilton. I mean, it, the answer did come up on the screen in quite big letters during the end credits as well. well. That's probably it then. There you go. <laughs> That's where I read it. Right. So, submit these. And... Okay. Do I get a so, score? Yeah, you got a score of six out of ten. Oh, I'm not happy with that. That's quite a... I mean, bearing in mind, I know at least eight of those were guesses. That was, yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty good going. Yeah, no, I'm happy with that. Yeah, so I think you're, you're currently joint second on the... Uh, oh, that's ruined my day. Or you might be second on your own. Because I can't remember what everyone's got. I, it's the sort of thing you'd expect me to have a list, but I know the top scores seven. There's of only one golden hat, so second means nothing. I hope what they, the, whoever. What if the first person is, gets disqualified? Well, if the, whoever is first, I hope they die. That's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough, and I, I will let them know that. Thank you. They, they, um, they, they may get caught uh, cheating or something like that. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. You, you yeah. never know these things. Okay, so. Um, does revisiting Prisoner today uh, in any way change your opinion of the show, or no? Or will Will you go back to not giving a flying fuck about it? I haven't left there. <laughs> There's no well, returning. You, you, you were at least looking at the screen while it was. Playing. I was looking at the screen. I was taking it in. I was engaging, connecting with it. Um, much like sometimes you have to go to the dentist. Yeah, that was the task in hand. It's, no, it's the, the, the dentistry of TV drama. Yeah, I, I have genuinely no interest in any of the outcomes for any of the characters, the actors, storylines. <laughs> and if I never hear another word about it again, I'm okay with that. Gav will be returning in season two. Um, <laughs> the, easily, <laughs> easily. Only if it's the next episode. <laughs> oh, no, it won't be. Well, you never uh, know. It is random. Never it know. Could be. You've yeah, got to see, see where they scrape the bits of the family. It from. would be interesting to watch one from that era, because obviously 
as I say, it was a very narrow band when it was available to me that I was watching. I can't remember. Was it on every night? No, no, it was once a week. I used to watch it um, on Granada and then Central or vice versa because it, uh, one was showing it at half 11, one was showing it at half 12. So I just used to turn over and watch the next episode. So so I was definitely in the era of the of zombie old lady and those people behind you. Um so it'd be interesting to watch one from around from around that whatever 1989, 90 Granada episodes. Just yeah, so that'd if... be about 1980s. That'd be like the first series had like 80 episodes in it and spans like 1979 and 1980. So yeah. it's uh, it's quite a lot. But uh, from the episode you just watched, do you see why it has a kind of cult following? Um, I, well, it's camp, isn't it? Anything that's camp, it's it plainly didn't take itself seriously then. Let, even though it was a serious storylines, it was kind of meat factory churned out. So yeah, you can see why it, something like this can be enjoyed, and also it's going to be enjoyed. I'm guessing by a certain, you know, anything that was in, experienced between a particular set of ages is eternally nostalgic. Mm. So like, like anything, uh, you know, this will have, everything has its first moment and then it comes back again, doesn't it? And then when, when we think about like big nostalgia band tours, you know, they're not, they're not the Bay City Rollers anymore because they're dead, but they are, you know, they're bands of, of, 20 years ago because those people who listen to them now want to go and see them and take their own children so everything has its time once or twice uh uh once if you're lucky twice <clears throat> if you're very lucky so i can understand it i can't imagine once the generation that watched it has moved on is going to pass into the annals of great tv history so i i think it might do not necessarily great TV history, but certainly TV history that gets rewatched because it was originally shown it's uh, pretty much just a year or two after the series of finished novels. So it was then shown at various ITV regions, and then when Channel Five started, it was shown again on Channel Five. Then it gets released like on on DVD and stuff like that, and then it's all on YouTube. The people are streaming it. So I don't know if it's ever going to not have an audience because people are going to be constantly finding it. And it's got a reputation of it being like a cult show now as well, which probably means that that reputation will stay with it. Everything you've said, Dan, is just is so bleak. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's untrue. No, no. It's kind of like it is one of classically one of those it feels like one of those signs of and portents of the end of days. <laughs> People rewatching Prisoner end of days. That's uh... well, it's just this kind of you know is the we're looking for signs of big and, and signals of uh, cultural entropy, the death of all aspiration the spiraling down into the heat death of the cultural universe re-watching what was essentially d 
disposable. It's like going, it's like, you know, because we're only, what, 10 years away from the, from what we, we should all be buying shares in uh, waste rec- reclamation. We're 10 years away from searching all the old, digging up all the old waste pits to find all the heavy metals because we've run out of things. We're essentially the Ouroboros end of humanity, eating ourselves alive. And if the satisfaction comes from watching what was just the cheapest, nastiest bore off the shelf to fill and plug the gap from James' fascist whale is where we're at, then I don't, as a species, believe we deserve to continue. I mean, I'm, I'm saying a little bit harsh. But yeah, that's that's me. That's me as a fan speaking. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> well, I, I genuinely would. I mean, if something has driven me to, uh, to watching it again, it has been complete disinterest of any new stuff that's being made. Yeah. So, um, it, it, to be honest, it's television's fault that I'm I'm now rewatching. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a sense of lost nostalgia for your own youth as your advancing age it spirals you towards decrepitude no i'm for, i'm forever young <laughs> I, I, my, and uh you know I, I plan to live forever and so far so good yeah well uh, look listen this afternoon i watched an episode of deep space nine which was set on the 30th of august uh 2024 one year away and it's set in a world in America where where poor people are corralled and they've got nothing and society's just about to collapse. And I'm like, bloody hell. <laughs> so we're, we're a year early. Yeah, in a year's time, it's going to be... It's. I mean, it, it's so close to the now. It's so close to watching kind of like the Sanget refugee crisis. It's so close to seeing people being corralled into boats of 500 just off Portland Bill is so close to, and then it goes on, oh, this is the point where humanity really hit its depth, and then it creates the, the, the and it's just like, oh, yeah. I, st- I still haven't got over uh, Back to the Future 2, and it just, I, I want hoverboards. So uh, it's all, Hollywood has lied to me already. Well, didn't you think that was funny? 10 years ago when those kind of like wrist-breaking two-wheeled things were big and everyone was calling them hoverboards. The marketing was hoverboards. Well, they're not I what thought, I want from a hoverboard. What no, I want from a hoverboard is what's in Back to the Future too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also something that doesn't mean I'm going to faceplant and knock all my teeth out. Yeah. I mean, I, there's every chance I'll do that in a more embarrassing way. I don't need, yeah. I don't need one of those contraptions in order to do that. <laughs> right, anyway... We've waffled long enough. Thank you we very have. much for what? doing this. No, guys. thank you. It's, it's been, been a, a distinct pleasure. A distinct pleasure. A distinct pleasure. It's yeah. It's um. It, this is what it is. I'm guessing it's a very niche market, but there's probably not that many other prisoner cell block H podcasts where we go off on a uh, Shakespearean tangent. No, or we kind of ruminate upon the. Um, Just drop uh, end of what end of the earth. End of end of <laughs> humanity. But the roses here are prisoners too. When 
Things were different then. 